discuss tonight. Danny Bonanza, a.k.a. Dr. Dimension, a.k.a. The Second Wacky of Soul, Dan Ham. And I'm your host, Larry. p.m. 2022 we are talking sumo dan did you know i just looked this up april 30th of last year just a few days over a year ago was the first time you appeared on this podcast to talk about sumo and it was for uh i probably didn't know that abasha was coming up at the time maybe i did i don't know maybe i looked it up but that was my intro to sumo that was uh, the May Boss show of last year was the first one I ever watched. Wow. Um, and I, I, that one I only watched a little bit. And it was the next one that I really watched. So yeah. a milestone um, to be sure. I want to see what this. Uh, so the May Boss show last year, it looks like Hakuo was still out. Mm-hmm. Uh, he was uh, injured or something. Terunofuji took it all. He did. Uh, it apparently, was a, and there was a playoff round versus uh, versus Takakesho versus Takakesho, and uh, that one I I did happen to watch the last day, not live, but I watched the YouTube clips of that, and it's like, and I just I I liked watching them. They did like a lap around the arena between <laughs> their match and the playoff, and thankfully that was on the YouTube video that I watched, and like yeah. I could just feel the tension rise during the, during those Damn. those two rikishi just kind of. That's what sucks you in. When two guys that big are making a lap around the doyo, mm-hmm. they're what they're really doing is creating a whirlpool. Yeah, that sucks your attention in. You have no choice but to but to watch. And then there's no getting out. And my attention has never left the doyo since. Yeah, that's and then, that's crazy. Yeah, back in. Uh, Back in November was was I think the one year anniversary of me watching Sumo. Ah, okay. There's a pipeline here. There is, yeah. I'm sure we could find out who won those boss shows too. Oh yeah, I I I'm sure we can. And in fact, I'm gonna take a look right now. Who won that boss show? Uh, the November 2020 boss show. It looks like. Takakesho was the winner. Oh. Hakuo was also uh, he was he was out then too. Right. Uh, Takakesho went 13 and 2. So Hakuo was out I guess for like a year or two before he his final basho. He was out for a while. Yeah. yeah. So the next one, the July one of last year, that was the one where I th- I think that was the one where that was the one where I first really watched all the matches or all the days and news. Fuji versus Hakuo, fourteen and zero versus fourteen and zero. Yeah, uh, that was awesome. 
That was such a good one. And we we stayed up we and did. watched that one live. We, we were did. messaging each other. Uh-huh, at 4 a.m. <laughs> yeah, it was a great one. It was great. To, like, every day I was just hoping they would both win and then check what was the match the following day scheduled and make sure it was not like they were staying undefeated and not facing each other and just hoping it would be the last match in it it was it was a great build and i'm so grateful that i got to see hakuo for a basho and you know because i I started watching pretty much after all of his career yeah and he's the goat likewise larry Mm -hmm. likewise i i think we're both lucky we we did we come in at the perfect time? I don't know. The perfect time. It's like, when's the, the perfect time to plant a tree 20 mm-hmm. years ago, but the next best time is today. Right now. Yeah. 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 And I feel the same way about Zumo. I think in 20 years, we're going to, as we are old, <laughs> as we're two old men, we're going to, we're going <laughs> to meet yeah. again on one of these podcasts and just think about how, lucky we are that 20 years ago we started watching sumo and we, and we saw the new goat hakuo jr in all his hakuo prime. jr <laughs> <laughs> that sounds yeah. like also sounds like a great nickelodeon show it definitely does hakuo should i mean that that would be a wonderful cartoon on on nick like yeah a, an animated sumo wrestler who kind of has a little gang of kids that yeah. he teaches lessons to. Yeah, and they're always getting into trouble. Yeah, and, you know. and he's got a... He's always picking up bank robbers by the Mawashi and toss, tossing them out <laughs> into the... Yeah, <laughs> something like that. I'd watch it. Um, it would be, yeah. Hey, maybe we could... We're both writers and comedians. Yeah. Maybe we can make this happen. I think so. I yeah. mean, we could we could definitely write this for sure. I'll see if I can get in touch with Hakuo's agent. Okay, you do that, and um, <laughs> I will I will talk to my friends over at over at Paramount and Comcast. Yeah, my big my yeah. big wig friends. <laughs> I always wonder how big are those wigs <laughs> they've got to be huge they got it i've be. seen some big wigs in my life but mm-hmm. yeah probably like, let's see what do you, do you think like when you're a ceo do you like do you look like marge simpson <laughs> <laughs> yeah is it big tall is it yeah. big wide maybe maybe a, maybe i guess a, the board uh, decides yeah maybe a bonnie rate i don't know Ooh, yeah, yeah. Or like, uh, like B-52s kind of, kind of, uh, beehive. Yeah, 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 yeah. Oh, beehive. Oh, beehive. Um, <laughs> so her name, yeah, I guess, is, is B-52s, is that Bonnie Raitt? That is not Bonnie Raitt. not Rate. Bonnie Raitt, right. Um, what, what is her name? I, I was reading about the B-52s the other day. I can't believe I can't remember their names. Yeah, from Athens, Georgia. Yeah. Embarking on their final tour. Oh wow. I, I think as we speak. Okay. Um and yeah. they're they're gonna play their last show in in uh Atlanta. Okay. Close, which yeah, which is close to their know, home. Close close to Athens. It would have been cool if they did it in Athens, but yeah. It's fine. It's close enough. 
They got Kate a, Pearson and Cindy Wilson. Wow. And there's also Fred Schneider, of course. And also Fred Schneider. Yeah. Kate, what, what was her name? Kate Pearson? Kate, Kate Pearson. And there's also Cindy Wilson. Mm. Yeah. Well, let's do the locomotion, which is not. <laughs> I like to think, do you think Fred Schneider is a sumo fan? Uh, I think he would enjoy watching it. I don't think yeah. he watches regularly. Although probably, probably right. Michael Stipe, also from Athens, Georgia, loves. He sumo. might be a fan. Yeah. Yeah. Um. Ugh, I would. I my mind was flipping through all the REM songs I know. Nothing. Nothing came to mind. Mm. Orange Crush. I guess that could Orange kind of Crush could work song. for um yeah. for um oh man I can't remember the name of the <laughs> Turut, not not Turutsuyoshi. um somebody in an orange Mawashi you could call him Orange yeah. Crush. Crush Who does wear I, the orange mod? It's 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 one of the like either the Georgian or the Brazilian guy. Oh, I think yeah. Um, like Tochi Notion or yeah. Ayoyama. Ayoyama, Ayoyama. <laughs> <laughs> That's my Michael Stipe impression. Pretty good. Yeah, Pretty thank you. good. <laughs> All right, so let's talk about the, the not the Mawashi, the Basho that is upon us, the May Basho. Yeah, yeah. Where someone we are a fan of that we've been talking a lot about since April 30th of last year. Wakataka Kage is the defending oh, yeah. champ winner of his first U show. How about yes. that? I'm so excited for Wakataka Kage. He's Sekiwake right now. Of mm -hmm. course, along with Abi, who's mm -hmm. another heavy hitter. Yep. Um, but there's some, there's been some speculation online that Wakataka Kage, if he does well, he, he might be in the running to, uh, to be the, one of the next Ozeki. Mm. He might be on his Ozeki run, which would be uh, huge. He's a young guy. Yeah. A young man. I mean, I would think another victory, probably an Ozeki. Yeah. I mean, I, mean, I, I don't know. Who knows what the Council of Elders, who knows what goes yeah. through their minds, but I would like to think that it, he's the only two ranks in front of him are Ozeki and Yokozuna. Yeah. So we, we might we might see the rise of Waka to it would be Ozeki and maybe Yokozuna. Who knows? Yeah. But let's see how he, I mean, let's not get ahead of ourselves because, you know, one Basho at a time, as they say. It's very true. For all we know, Wakataka will, and God forgive me for saying mm -hmm. this, but for all we know, he'll get injured. Right. He'll drop down the uh, Jurio and and lower. We we just don't know, don't what, know. what the future holds. Yeah, that's why that's why you got to watch. Yeah. Find out. So, his performance last Basho, he he won in a he actually. It, it went to a playoff, right? Who who did he face in the playoff? In the playoff, was he up against um, Takayasu? That sounds no. Yeah, 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 yeah. Takayasu. Yeah, yeah. Harry, Harry shoulders, dude. 
Yeah. Oh, yeah. Very hairy man. Yeah. <laughs> Takayasu. <laughs> Both of whom did Who, very he's, well. Yeah. Oh, yeah. And he's ranked um, M1. So he he got a, a big promotion. Big boost. Because he was M7, since, I think, in the last boss show. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. And so... Uh, for for those listening at home who maybe never watched a Basho before, so these Bashos, it's a 15-match round-robin. Each each wrestler wrestles 15 matches against 15 different opponents, and whoever has the best record at the end wins. If two or more have the same record at the top, then they have a playoff round where it's... Yeah. Uh, and that and that's you know that happens every once in a while and it happened between Wakataka Kage and Takayasu last time and because Wakataka Kage I think lost his match to Takayasu during the round robin I can't remember for sure but I think that's yeah. what happened or or it might be that he lost he could have clinched without a playoff on the last on day fifteen but. Lost Did he lose to Mitakeyumi. He might maybe? have. Yeah, it's uh, it's no longer fresh in my mind. Um, yeah, but I do remember his performance because we were saying going into the Basho that he's he's had a lot of you know winning records in the last few Bashos, but he always starts off in a hole. He like he starts off zero and three or zero and four and kind of has yeah. to dig himself out. And um, you could imagine a sumo digging themselves out is got to be. <laughs> It's got to be extra difficult with gravity working as it does. Oh, yeah. <laughs> so Especially they, if they're on their backs. It's right. like they have, to, they have to get out of that hole before the sun bakes them. Mm, yeah, yeah. It's very much like that scene in in uh, the vampire show, <laughs> What We Do in the Shadows. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it is. Yeah, when they're in the hole. Um, but... Speaking of vampires and speaking of blood and speaking, I don't know where I'm going with this, but <laughs> Wakatakagage was awesome from the start. He finished probably something like 11 and four or 12 and three in the 15 yeah. matches. And he, he was just, he, we've seen him losing his footing before, but he was steady, balanced, like low center of gravity and just oh, yeah. couldn't. And, just I kept waiting for the other shoe to drop, but it didn't, and it it was exciting to see. And probably you know around day eight is when I started thinking, oh, he could actually win this thing. Yeah, because he he just kind of went on a tear, mm -hmm. um, and he you can tell. I love watching Wakataka Kage bef right before a match because you can see he he's just focused he's got his eyes on his opponent and he does these little yes like, head nods like yeah 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 he and he's psyching himself up to go it's so fun to watch him kind of rev up and and get in the zone yeah and he was just this time he was in the zone for each match whereas in previous ones maybe not yeah so now, of course, like as we watched Wakataka Kage maybe exceed expectations a little bit, we saw another favorite 
kind of go below expectations. And of course, I'm talking about our boy in pink, Ura. Mm, yes. Who I'm looking at the, the results from March, finished four and 11, oh, ranked that's... M1. Yeah. It's a, I mean, it's a, I, remember, I remember him doing very poorly. And even just now hearing four and 11, it's like, oh, it was really that bad. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know what was getting into him. He's he's at M6 now going into this Natsu Basho. So we'll see. I you know, this it may have been his first Make Kochi, which is a a uh more losses than wins mm-hmm. uh in in quite a while. So I'm hoping that that he recovers from that pretty nicely. And he, I mean, he's still M6. It's not like he's in danger of dropping down to Jurio. Right. Um, so, but, you know, he's on notice. He's got to he's gotta make sure he has a nice comeback. And yeah, he, he was getting thrown around a bit. Yeah, right? he was getting tossed. I, I may have sent you a couple... A couple screenshots that I took of Ura in the air. <laughs> I believe you did. Uh, I'm gonna look look that up real quick. Um, yeah, he he's always you know he's getting thrown and he like he, he's very agile, so he can kind of he knows how to like tuck and roll and kind of do you know <laughs> fall like a stunt man. So it's always yeah, he's very both interesting and um, entertaining types of falls. Yeah. Um, It's fun watching no matter who it is. If someone's getting tossed, of course, safety first, we don't want to see any injuries, but it's always fun watching them kind of bowl their way into the, into the crowd that's sitting around the, the doyo and see who, see who gets knocked down. Yeah. I mean, that's why, you buy the expensive seats. Um, yeah. I'm going to share my screen. All right, here we go. Here's one oh, picture yes. sent me. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know who that is that he's that he's got his arm around there. I'm not quite sure. Yeah, I mean, I think that that's the Mawashi color that... Wakataka Kage uses, but that's definitely not him. So, yeah. do you think this was after a victory or after a defeat? I believe this was after a defeat. Well, I'm it's a good sure. bet. <laughs> 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 he certainly doesn't look happy. No. And th- in wow, fact, no one in is... that picture looks very happy. Oh, this is this is a great one. Yes, this is against Takayasu, who was runner-up. Yeah, and uh, there he is in like totally horizontal in the air. Yeah, very much. I think Ura, he was listening to a little too much Soldier Boy backstage before going <laughs> up this day. Yeah, he was doing the Superman part of Soldier Boy. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yep. Can't believe I knew that. <laughs> yeah, I only know it because one weird. coworker like. He made these when that craze was going on. He made some Soldier Boy videos. <laughs> and also, I love the Gyoji's robes in in this. It it 
I mean, to to my untrained eye, I see the yellow polka dots, and all I see is a, a big robe with a bunch of smiley faces on it. Yeah, that's what I see too. Um, it could be if we look at the dusty roads polka dots. <laughs> it could be something like this. It man, it really could be. Um, and he would make a. Great He's a big signature. guy too. He's a big guy, big guy with a big heart. Yeah. And this is, he could have been doing not just the soldier boy. He could have been going for a move known as a tope suicida, a suicide dive and just totally <laughs> missed and got thrown out. But somehow, I don't know. Um, yeah. Takayasu got the best of him. Yeah. So I, Takayasu looks like he's not even breaking a sweat there. No, he's not. He's just it's pretty amazing. It's like a bullfighter there. In his red morashi. <laughs> well, we will have to um, hope that Ura bounces back because he's not only exciting when he loses. I mean, I guess that's the good part that he's exciting no matter what. But when yeah. he wins, he he goes for tosses and oh yeah, um, you know he's 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 tried it as we've talked about a few times with Terunofuji, but never quite <laughs> yeah. never quite got it. Um, I'm hoping for a bounce back. I hope we see some tosses and, uh, I hope you send me more pics of <laughs> Ura being tossed or tossing. Yeah. I, I want, um, going into this Basho, I want to kind of have more content. I want to take more screenshots. Um, back when I was watching these live on Twitch, I would, I would, take clips of, of, uh, I remember taking a clip of Terra no Fuji, just picking someone up mm -hmm. and care and walking them out of the doyo, which I've seen several times since, but it was a great clip. I, I just want to, I want to come out of this with more photos and video. Yeah. You're, you have to up your game. I have to, that's the only way they're going to notice me. <laughs> Well, Terra Fuji picking guys up, um, that's a lot of weight for those knees. Oh, yeah. And I think what you've uh you've conducted a song lyric kind of capturing that, right? Yeah. Um I believe in in the classic tune Talking Sumo, mm -hmm. it says, I feel for Terunji. The damage he's done to his knees gave him so many losses he ended up being ranked Komosubi which is not a bad rank. It's, right. it's up in the top, but uh, he famously was, was injured, sustained injuries, dropped way down and had to work him, himself right back up to his now Yokozuna status. When you started watching in November of 2020, was he still a Komosubi? I believe he was Komosubi in, in that Basho. I can actually see here... This is 2020, November. Yeah, he was ranked Komasubi. Wow. Uh, finished 13-2, and two, and I guess had a playoff with Takakesho, who, who took the victory there. Right. But did well enough, probably. I bet the next one, he was a Sekiwaki. And then yeah, he, he must have he, won two or so in a row, because by the time I started watching, he was an Ozeki. Yeah, it looks like he attained Ozeki rank... About a year ago, you're totally right. Oh, it was it was the the Natsu Basho of 2021. 
Oh my. So that's so very interesting that he was promoted to Yokozuna. I wouldn't say quickly, but fairly quickly after being in Ozeki. Yeah. And that's, it's interesting because we've talked about this in the past, um, but Terunofuji now he's achieved his goals and, mm-hmm. and he's always kind of been, I've seen commenters refer to his knees as ticking time bombs. Mm. And the question was always, is Terunofuji going to get Yokozuna first or is knees going to blow out first? Now he's Yokozuna. Um, he's achieved the title. It can't be taken away from him. And now I guess the, the question is how much longer does he have? How much more sumo does he have in him before the the knee pain or some other injury kind of compels him to retire yeah i mean we we may be uh we may be each basho from now on i'm i'm always thinking is this going to be the last we see of terra let's savor these terra fuji bachos (laughs) uh because he after he became yokozuna he won maybe two bachos in a row including one where he went 15 and 0. He was dumb. Yeah. Like it was clear this is the Yokozuna. This is the best now that Hakuo would retire. This is the best Rikishi in all of Sumo. Yeah. But then he started having you know struggling a bit. He was still near the top in the one where Mitekayumi won. And then last Basho, he wasn't able to finish it. I think after maybe 5 matches, he left with injury. Yeah. Something I think like you that. I think you're right. Um, and it's, it's crazy because watching him like on that, when he went 15 and zero, the man is just a terrifying, uh, crushing robot. Yeah. <laughs> he, he is, is so incredibly strong and he's such a huge, um, intimidating presence. Um, and to see him, to see him sustain that injury and, and leave. I mean, it was great for Waka Takakage. Mm-hmm. who took the U show. Um, but it's just, you know, from an athletic standpoint, you know that this guy is probably frustrated because he knows how much he can give and, and his yeah. body is kind of getting in the way. Yeah, so it might just be a few more Bashos that he's got left to give. Um, it would be great if we saw, I mean... A Wakataka Kage, Terana Fuji playoff, something oh. of those sorts. Would be wonderful. Larry, you're making my mouth water. <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's almost like there's a bowl of Chonko Nave in front of you. <laughs> <laughs> oh, mm-hmm. mm. You got to come over and have some Chonko Nave sometime. Absolutely. How about yeah. uh, sometime this summer? Yeah, Maybe that sounds great. The July Basho. Yeah, we can uh, we can eat Chankonabe, set off a couple sparklers. Yeah, and, July 4th. Uh, that's yeah. how we'll celebrate America with Japanese food, <laughs> Japanese sports. Yeah. And um, yeah, and maybe maybe we'll um, uh, play some. I'm trying to think of a. Japanese game. I don't know. We'll play some Nintendo. Play some Final Fantasy. Yeah, we'll play some Final Fantasy. Six. <laughs> we can trade off on deaths. 
<laughs> so yeah, that's that's Taranofuji. And yeah, you say he's like so overpoweringly strong. What you're talking about, like lifting a guy by his Milwashi. Yeah. You know, he's trying to win with just like pushes or technique. You know, these are these are during the Bashas where he was going, where he was dominating. And then it just got hit sometimes because the opponent would always give their best. Like it would get to a point where he's just like, ah, oh, fuck this. And then he lifts them up. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's it's fun because you can see they they have like this big explosive Tachi eye at the beginning. They kind of maneuver around and and then they get stuck. And you can see Terra no Fuji's hands just go whoop and mm-hmm. grab the Mawashi and go yeah. <laughs> lift him up and just kind of walk him out. I don't even know how you would I mean he would toss me like a javelin, this guy. Yeah. He could he could pick up easily probably five of me at the same time. Oh yeah. Um, I think he would toss you and you would look like Ura horizontally <laughs> <laughs> yeah. javelining out of the doyo. Definitely. Yeah. Except uh I I have some work cut out for me if I want to get that Ura ass though. Yeah, you gotta, you gotta. I gotta hit the gym. You gotta go to the Y. Bake, you gotta bake those buns. <laughs> you gotta go to the Y. <laughs> it's uh, an Ura toss with with maybe uh, um, with the Kaisei ass. I don't know. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know what I'm talking about, Larry. Right? Is a Kaisei ass? big or is it just flabby is it i probably just kind of flabby flabby okay it's not 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 any fun to look at well i sure that's not true <laughs> <laughs> i don't know we'll find out in july when we'll you come find over out. yeah i'll write a report i'll i'll give you a little peek okay <laughs> <laughs> this is yeah this is going to be a great live stream yeah. episode my mouth is writing checks that I'm going to struggle to cash <laughs> well, come July. Yeah. I mean, I'm not editing this out, so the whole world is going to know. <laughs> and- I say another hairy guy who who's now in Injurio or, or maybe even lower down at this point. Who's that? Kaisei? Kaisei, yeah. Okay. Yeah, he. I think you had Kaisei in the middle of your bingo card. He's the I orange did. crush. I think he was orange. Or... <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I think you're right. Yeah, 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 yeah. That's who I was thinking of, and he's like Georgian or something, right? Yeah, you're. I probably much like. I think you're probably right. Much like the B52s. <laughs> the and the syllables don't really match up. I can't imagine Michael Stipe going Kai say, Kai say. Yeah. But I could imagine Michael Stipe singing, I'm losing my Mawashi. (laughs) (laughs) Sure could. Sure could. Um, We got to get him on the show. We have to get Stipe on the show. We got to get Stipe on the show. Ah. I'll reach out to his managers after I get in touch with uh, Hakuos. Okay. Yeah, they probably... They might, they might have the same agent, for all we know. Could could be the same representation, yeah. Say, or maybe same agency, at least. <laughs> I mean, Hakuo is is a star, is 
is probably a bigger star right now than Michael Stipe. Yeah, he's been in probably more headlines recently. Granted, they are Japanese headlines, mm-hmm. but still still in a, a good bit of headline. Yeah, for sure. Now, you know, I'm looking at this Bonzuke here. Mm-hmm. Yeah, let, let's 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 look at that Bonzuke. In uh, Ozeki rank, we have Mitakeyumi, Shodai, and Takakesho. Mm-hmm. And I think what's notable about that lineup is that they are all Japanese. And if we, the if the next Yokozuna is Japanese, it'll be breaking. Um, I I think the past like five Yokozuna have all been Mongolian. Oh wow! Including Hakuo and Terunofuji. Right. So I think we we probably have some national pride entering the arena here. There are probably lots of sumo fans who are who are really looking forward to the next Japanese Yokozuna. Oh, I'm sure. Uh, and Wakataka Kage is Mongolian as well, right? Or- he's all he's Japanese. Oh, he is Japanese. Okay. Yeah. okay. After Terunofuji, the next Mongolian is Hoshoryu, who is currently uh, Komosugi. Right. right. Yes, Wakataka Kage, Japanese. He, yeah. I mean, I'm we're we're rooting for him to be the next Yokozuna, and he. I I would love it. Uh, you know, I I don't know my sumo history well enough, but he's got to be like one of the smaller Yokozuna, at least in modern history. I believe so. Wikipedia has his weight listed as 280 pounds, yes. which is pretty tiny for someone of, of his rank for sure. Yeah. And short, he's like five, nine. Yeah. Well, Wikipedia says five, 11 and a half. Uh, <laughs> five, eleven and a half, half with tape on his feet. Yeah. He's wearing, wearing uh Tom Cruise style risers. Mm. Okay. Okay. <laughs> so, so like big for a normal person at five, 11 and a half, 290, 280, 290, which is he's bulked up to get to 280, 290. Oh yeah. Yeah. I think uh, a few, uh, a few Bashos ago, he was coming in much smaller. And while we're on the subject, we haven't seen Enho in a while. Mm-hmm. Um, famous for being a very small Rikishi. But the last time I watched him, it looked like he had also been trying to bulk up a little bit. He was he's still small, but not not as small as uh, his reputation had had uh, kind of set up. So where is where is he these days? He's somewhere in Juria right now. Let me let me see if I can find him. Enho. Okay, so so him being in Jurios, uh, he must be have been Jurios for a little while now because I haven't seen him. As you said, we haven't seen him in a while. Is he yeah. is he mostly known as being like the smallest Rikishi or one of the smallest Rikishi to get to Makuchi Division? I I believe so. He he was very small, and he was kind of uh, he was known for like using his dexterity to counter the brute strength of the bigger guys. Mm-hmm. But then my understanding is that after several Bashos where he performed very well, uh, most of his opponents had kind of trained and, and were ready for him. 
And then he just sank like a rock. Yeah. Um, he lost and lost and lost. And yeah, it looks like now he's, uh, he's Jurio. Um, and this is saying that he told reporters after the January Basho that he felt a sense of crisis and he was thinking about restarting his training from scratch. So uh-huh. maybe he's, maybe we'll see him again. I, I would love to see him in Makauchi again. Yeah. When you described him, you know, doing really well with his dexterity at first and then the other Rikishi learning how to handle him reminds me very much of a, in baseball, um, pitchers when they often will do well their rookie season if they're like highly um highly touted prospects and then struggle their sophomore year as the hitters kind of learn what their stuff is and how to hit against them this is you know i'm not exactly i don't want you to get upset larry i'm not much of a sports guy okay and so it was interesting for me to learn about how because when I'm watching baseball, I think, oh, that guy is throwing the ball fast. Right. This other guy, he's hitting the ball sometimes, sometimes he's not. But the more I learn about how these athletes can train for specific situations and, and be prepared to go up against specific pitchers or specific pitching styles, at least, uh, in makes me start thinking, you know, maybe there's more to this whole sports world than I'm giving it credit for. <laughs> maybe it's not just people who got lucky doing random things, <laughs> trying yeah. to win. Yeah. Maybe there's a little bit more skill and tactic involved. I think at the upper levels, um, you know, like in say high school sports, the people who succeed maybe at the high school level or even in middle school, whatever, they just happen to be naturally stronger, faster, what what have you. Um, but then when you get to the majors or the NFL, NBA, everybody's kind of at that level of physical prowess or close to it. So it's really the mental aspect at that point and the and the drive and the training and and all the learned skills that kind of is what separates the best from the worst. Yeah. Do you mind if I tell a little baseball story here, Larry? Please, please. Now, I don't know if you or almost certainly the listeners don't know this, but after I graduated from college, I worked for three seasons at the uh, the Charleston River Dogs, which mm. is a, a minor league baseball team, seed team for the Yankees. And I saw Gary Sanchez um, in his, like I saw him immediately after he got signed. I watched him play for three seasons. Huh. Um, and he was all the buzz because at the time, at least, it was one of the most expensive signings that the Yankees have, had ever done. I think he signed for like $1.8 million or something. And everybody was so excited to watch this guy play because he he's a slugger, right? He's a mm-hmm. catcher and, and meant to be a slugger. And the man uh, performed so poorly 
that I was like, what's going on? Why he's just striking out constantly. He's not doing anything. And it was explained to me that they scouted him to be a slugger. And most likely the, the coaches had just told him swing at almost every pitch you get, unless it's like wild, just, just swing because they were trying to develop, I guess his, his like ball contact. And then I, and then other stuff I, I suppose came later. And now he's, He's starting catcher for the Yankees, isn't well, he now? No, he was traded this past offseason. Why? <laughs> <laughs> oh, no. But he was on the Yankees for a while and a starter. And he's he's not considered very good defensively, but he's you know, he's he's pretty powerful hitter for a catcher. Um, okay. I know a lot of Yankee fans hated him. <laughs> he was like <laughs> the the target of their anger when the Yankees weren't doing well but I mean definitely yeah top prospect as you said and that's really interesting because yeah because that's a specific skill contact hitting for contact and um you know maybe they wanted to see you know get have him work on you know the upward swing slash lift to get a high trajectory and velocity for power but you know, pitch selection and uh, having a good eye is is a big skill as well in a sport where you know walks are very valuable. Um, so yeah. I don't know, but I, I I don't know if that was a weakness of his. But any uh, you know, in the pro level, I can't remember. Yeah. But yeah, it is interesting that you're like this guy sucks. What's yeah. <laughs> It was like, damn, the Yankees wasted their money on this one. I was telling everyone who would listen to me, the Yankees, they're wasting their money on this wow. guy. You might have been, uh, you were right. I mean, he, you know, he's not in in, the, in his major league. He wasn't so bad. Like the Yankees have struggled offensively in the last few seasons. And I don't think it's entirely his fault, but I think he's overall a disappointment from you know, what he was thought of when I guess they signed him, I guess as a foreign player. Maybe that's why he yeah. was able to be signed and not drafted. Yeah. Is, who who did he get traded to? Do you know? He is now on the Minnesota Twins. Ah. And it looks like he was signed from the Dominican Republic. He's only 29. Uh, yeah, he was like 17 when he started playing for the for the River Dogs, something oh, yeah. like that. He was all of those guys. They were similar to to sumo wrestlers. They were young and enormous. <laughs> yeah, but it's funny you probably put them next to major leaguers. They look probably like skinny and lanky. Yeah, it's yeah. like those charts that show human man and then blue whale, like, <laughs> and then the. Something like that. Is 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 uh is Brett Gardner still on the Yankees? He is, yeah. You know? I I saw him in the minors as well. I think he's still on the Yankees. He he was last year. I he's he's like considered an older player now. He was so he was there. I think because I think he was he was probably someone who was brought up late. Yeah, I think he was most of the players were like 18, 19. He was in his 20s. Okay, I believe, that when, makes sense. When he was yeah. So it looks like he has not played a major league game this season. He did last season. 
Um, and he was, okay. I believe he he was there when they the Yankees last won their a World Series in two thousand nine. Oh, cool! So he's got the ring. He's, he's had, Are yeah. they rings? Uh, yeah, sure. Yeah, he's got <laughs> the ring. He he's had it. He was he's I think a beloved Yankee. Had a pretty good career. Good, good for him. Good for him. But I was what, hoping what, he always he seems so sad. I was hoping that really. So yeah, what stuck at, stuck out for him is just that he was older than all these other guys. Yeah, I think that he was older. I think what he's not a pitcher, is he? He's he was like first base or something. Sorry, he was an outfielder. Outfielder. I remember him. Um, I mean, I don't remember him sticking out as a hitter, but defensively, I think he did pretty well. He was mm. like, I, in a, you know, the minor leagues, the minor leagues are, are kind of a free for all. That's mm-hmm. why they're so much fun to go watch because you never know what's going to happen uh-huh. in, in a free for all environment. I remember Brett Gardner being like one of the more consistent players on the field like he was just kind of baseline pretty good mm-hmm. interesting interesting yeah uh yeah and I, I think he he had a very successful career and i was just i just googled his name and um so one of the yankees i think they're out joe <laughs> joey gallo not joey callow like in my cousin Vinny. <laughs> Joey Gallo, who um, is he an outfielder as well? Yeah, he's an outfielder. It's Rizzo who's their first baseman. So Gallo, it looks like he's injured, and there's talk of bringing Gardner back, uh, signing oh. him from off of the, you know, giving him the call, and he's like, "I told you I was done. <laughs> Why me? One more job? Because you're the best. <laughs> <laughs> well, you're at least you're the best available right yeah. now." <laughs> so he might play yet again good i'm i'm happy for I'm him happy for him yeah i bet he would if he knew that old dan hand from his river dog days was now a uh a guy who knew hako's agent he'd be proud of you i i like to think so yeah we would always he would be out in the outfield we would make eye contact because I was up in the booth. <laughs> yeah. We'd make eye contact. He would point at me, give me a little wave. He'd take off his cap. Ah. Uh, I remember one time he he and I were looking at each other. He took off his cap. And when he was holding it up, the ball went whoop into the cap <laughs> and everybody went crazy. And he and I had a nice little laugh about it afterwards. He was like, I didn't even mean to do that. Wait, was that a real thing that happened? <laughs> okay, <laughs> okay. No, no, no. Bert's yeah. not here. I got to do some some sense. Yeah, no. Sens- thank you for journalism for giving me that. You gave us some great sports history tidbits. <laughs> uh, what exactly were you doing with the River Dogs? Just a little. Uh, I was. Uh, I did a little bit of batting training. Did a- <laughs> <laughs> yeah. No, I I ran. Um, I was hired to do, to run the soundboard. Okay. The first season I was there, I did sound and ran the video board in, in, uh, right field. The second season and third season I was there, I had a shoulder mounted camera. 
and I would run around in the state in the stadium seats and on the field in between innings and and provide live camera feed. So it like was, the stuff like when they show like the fans waving on the jumbo truck. Yeah. Kiss, yeah, we would do celebrity look-alike stuff. We would do kiss cam with the hot dog races, all nice. all that kind of stuff. It was the best job I ever had. <laughs> um, but you know, it's a shorter season. There are only about 60 games and only some of those were home games and uh, instead of an hourly wage, I got paid $50 a, a game. So it was not, not sustainable. You know, I got a family, Larry, I gotta, yeah, yeah. I gotta provide for them. Right. You gotta um, provide, you gotta put Chanko Nabe on the table. <laughs> <laughs> I'll never forget one night I came home, the game went late, but I still only got 50 bucks. And my kids looked at me and said, daddy. Can we have more Chonko Nabe, please? And I said, I looked my kids in the eyes and I said, I can't keep doing this. So I put on a tie. I got a tech job. <laughs> my life has been miserable ever since. Yeah, those are the trade offs. <laughs> so, anybody else uh, in the Banzuke you got your eye on for this boss show? Well, in addition to Wakataka Kage and in addition to Ura, and I guess we've also mentioned Abi. I mean, mm -hmm. I'm also, I'm not rooting for Abe, Abi as much as Wakataka Kage, but I still would love to see him succeed and do well. Mm -hmm. um, I think, I mean, I want to keep my eyes on these Ozeki. I want to keep my eye on Mita Kayumi, Shodai, Takakesho. Takakesho has been Ozeki for a long time now. And I think, I think the fans want to see him succeed as well. Um, Takayasu, of -hmm. course, last, last Basho, he performed really well. And for me, at least I hadn't been keeping up with him. So in my perspective, he kind of came out of nowhere. So I want to get more familiar with this guy. Yeah. I want to see what he's got going on. Um, Waka Motoharu who is Wakataka Kage's brother ah. uh, also doing well. He's, he's at M six, uh, same ranking as Ura. So I, I'm excited to see what's going on with him. I always love keeping up with Terutsu Yoshi. Who's M eight. I want to see Tochi notion do well. Another kind of fan favorite. He's M nine. So there's, there's a lot going on here. Lot, lots and lots going on. And, and we have some Jurio, uh, Jurio wrestlers who are now in, in uh, Makuuchi division, like Oho. I want to see how Oko, Oho does. Koto Kuzan, I want to see how he's doing. Lots, lots of people to keep my eye on this, Basho. Mm -hmm. What about you? You got anyone you're, you're looking for? Nothing outside of the guys you mentioned. Um, I am curious when you said the, about the Ozeki, What's the deal with Sh what's the deal with Shodai? Like <laughs> I uh yeah, I mean I know he's an Ozeki. I don't remember if he was when I first started watching or not, but it's like he's never that impressive. But maybe yeah. he had a good run at some point. Yeah, I I don't really know. I mean I'm looking at uh last Basho, he was nine and six, the one before that. He was six and nine. Mm -hmm. um, so he definitely seems a little inconsistent. He, I mean, I, 
I had not been keeping track of him really at all. Yeah. Um, but yeah, he's been, he's been Ozeki, excuse me, for a while. And we shall see. I, I have a feeling with Terano Fuji back and hopefully fingers crossed, you know, that he's not going to be injured. Um, I think we're going to see a bloodbath in, in these higher divisions. I think a lot of people are, are really wanting to get those wins mm-hmm. and we're probably going to see some aggressive sumo. Mm. That's, that's, that's wet in my palate. <laughs> yeah, I hope so. I hope, I hope we get, you know, if Terra Fuji, while he's still wrestling, I hope it's, he's at top form. Cause he's, I, I just, I can't imagine him not giving it his all every yeah. time. Yeah. After all he's been through. Yeah. Well, that is the preview of the Natsu Basho. Um, Dan, is there anything you'd like to plug? No, all right. I don't think so. I'm not really doing too much of anything these days. Just, just your tech job. Just my tech job and uh, some improv. If if you're in New York City, go see an improv show. It doesn't yeah, even have yeah, to be yeah. mine. Just go see an improv yeah. show. Yeah, just go see one. Just, just one. go see one. <laughs> uh, by the time I'm on the podcast next, I want all of you to yeah. have gone and seen a, a, a an improv show. Yeah, write in and say which improv show you went to, and then we'll make fun <laughs> of you. Yeah, and also make a note of who was the best performer and who was the worst performer. Yeah, 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 because it's all about winning. It's like yeah. it's like a boss show of its own. <laughs> and uh, I, of course, am at Larry the Athlete on all social media. You can subscribe to Larry Knows Sports wherever you get your podcasts. May all your dreams be hoop dreams, and may the rest of your days be days of thunder. Thunder.